You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 113. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 113. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, baby doll. Well, hello there. Whoa. Nice to see you again. Oh, no. <laughs> you remember that guy? <laughs> wait, wait, that's... Is that... Simpsons or no Family Guy? Family it's that guy. old perv dude, and he likes the boy. Nice muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a car that's been tricked out to look like an ice cream truck. Damn it! I'm I'm sorry. What? You know, with colorful pictures of ice cream treats, and it plays a tune that's fun for the young children. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's well. Hello, everyone. Well, hello. I need to apologize on behalf of my husband. <laughs> What's the apology for? That's a pretty good impression. That's a really good impression. Come on now. What were you doing? Oh, you were singing um, <laughs> the Humpty Dance. Oh, this morning, yeah. And I'm like, you sound exactly <laughs> like him. A You guys remember that jam? <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight gigs the Mac. Enough about me. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Joy Junkie Show. We've got an awesome topic again for you this week, which is what to do when you're pissed off and how to actually use anger to get what you want. So we're going to talk a little bit about how, in particular, in, in relationships and intimate partnerships, how easy it is to get super pissed at your husband or your wife or your brother or your sister or somebody who you're really close to yeah and then you communicate from a place of anger and you actually it doesn't ever yield results that you want typically yeah for sure so we're going to talk about that today um so i think it should be good it's gonna be good stuff but before we get into all of that i have to tell you so we've been we've been going off about our retreat, our Mexico retreat. Oh, yeah. The one I'm going to smuggle myself to. Right. Which the girls are like, <laughs> they both said the same thing. Like, he would never fit in luggage. <laughs> like, like they, like, like it was actually a plausible thing. <laughs> like, oh, well, he would never fit. That's not, part of the fun but it's of not, the joke, right? Well, it's not even like, he, you can't, he can't come or he can't mail himself. Right, yeah. That's ridiculous. They were just like, I don't think I don't he think would ever fit in luggage. Fit yeah. In lu- yeah. So anyway, myself and two of my absolute favorite colleagues are hosting a retreat in the spring of 2016, which we're actually selling right now at the early bird rate. You can do a payment plan so you can break it up into four payments. Everybody's been going crazy about how much is included. I know. You guys have a lot of people already signed up. I know. And so we have very limited spots because of our obligation to the resort. So we have... Um, right now we currently have 30 spots of, uh, well, not available because they've been selling out, but, um, that's how many rooms we have. There's a chance that we could get more rooms. Um, but we're, I mean, we're limited, right? Like there's only so many that we can do. Sure. So 
Uh, but there's a couple of different options. It's all inclusive. So it's all booze, all food, all snacks, mini bar, everything is included. Plus sessions with the three of us teaching you all about dealing with your inner critic, how to, you know, stop being such a bitch to yourself, uh, talking about confidence and how to really embody that, really kind of falling in love with who you are. We're going to talk about manifesting your soul tribe and, you know, it kind of like the stuff we were talking about last week on the show, you know, creating friendships at a different stage in your ga- in this, in the game at exactly. this age. So it ranges this past January, we did this retreat and it's called Tanning Tacos and Transformation. And it was incredible. We had 20 women who are all still friends, by the way, right? still connecting. A handful of them are coming with us again because it was so amazing. And it was just such a rich, rich, rewarding time to be able to do this awesome personal development, but do it in a completely exotic, beautiful environment where you're kind of in paradise. Sometimes it's nice to do that, too, because you get out of your normal routines and your normal situations. Right. And you're in a place where you can kind of let yourself be yourself a little bit more. And then when you come back, you have new eyes on everything around you. That's that's exactly right. And it's it's really interesting, too, because, it you know, we've talked about this a lot because one of the things that we wanted to change from this last go around is more conversation about that, like taking your transformation and recreating who you are. All these concepts and things that we're talking about in this beautiful environment where it's easy, you're surrounded by like-minded people. And what does that look like when you get home Mm -hmm. and maybe your mom pisses you off or your spouse doesn't quite get personal development or you get into this whole rigmarole with dealing with children and, you know, how do you actually implement that in a day in and day out life. So we're spending an entire day just on new habits and new maintenance of how to create that in your everyday life. So we're really excited about that. And in addition, so we, we've really taken this stuff that we did in January and for this go around, really wanted to make it like bigger, better, more badass. Beautiful. Sounds awesome. And so one of the components of that is we're doing follow-up sessions. So once we get home, it's not like we're like, bye. You know, we we have a, a sequence oh. of follow-up sessions with everybody where we can jump on the phone and talk about how it's going, actually creating this change. So tanning tacos and transformation retreat and go to tripletretreat.com and you can find out all about it, but do so now it's only open for i believe a a couple of more i don't think it's even two weeks i think it's less than that but it's the early the early bird rate right now just for august and uh so you want to get in on it now 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 because price is going to jump as soon as that early bird term is over so triple t retreat.com bring your bestie or you can go to hashtag mr smith in a in a suitcase (laughs) <laughs> that's not how this works no <laughs> that's not how any of this works you can't go to a hashtag to find oh my god that's not how it works that's not how any of this works throw it out on the line you throw it out on the line <laughs> because i'm not you're taking the photo instantaneously you're putting the photo out there on the line is it online yeah i'm putting my photos out on the line and i'm creating an exchange when you keep saying on the line you do mean online <laughs> oh my gosh all right so uh I definitely want to get into this stuff about anger, but I gotta, I gotta give you your little limelight. Oh yeah, we gotta do a little. 
Would you rather? All right. So <laughs> Take it away. this one is, <laughs> this one's funny to me. Would you rather okay. always wear earmuffs? Oh, God. Or always wear a nose plug? <laughs> <laughs> like, which is the lesser of the two evils there? Oh, I think because for, for you, I think because you use your voice for your work, you'd have to go with the earmuffs. That's what I was like, thinking. Like no one would ever buy a product from you if you had, if you were wearing. And I was talking yeah. like you were always talking like this, right? Yeah. But then you know the earmuffs, you wouldn't be able to hear much, and you'd kind of everybody would be like, "Hey, well, take those off." <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. You'd be like, "What? I'm sorry, what?" Yeah. Franken beans. <laughs> Remember that yeah. from. Uh, something about Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I think I would have to go with that to. I would probably s- talk really loud because I'd be like, "Because <laughs> you had your muffs on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm. I just can't imagine always having my nose pinched like that. Yeah, it'd be hard to breathe too, right? Yeah. Be, yeah. And then you don't smell your But what your about food? in the shower and stuff? Like, would you have to wear your earmuffs in the shower? Like, you'd have to always wear them. Yeah. And could they be cute? Like, would they be yeah. furry? Sure. Sure. Whatever. Could they be like leopard print? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could. Then just... definitely that. Okay. That'd be your, like, <laughs> thing. <laughs> it would become, like, maybe my shtick or something. I yeah. Don't you're know. like, I'm bringing earmuffs what back. What about you? I'm bringing earmuffs back. Because <laughs> they were in at one point. <laughs> I think the earmuffs, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't go with like the pink lace or pink lace or leopard print or anything crazy. Okay, I just go with your everyday average, your run, run of the, the mill, mill, just earmuffs. average. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, that conclu- so that's that. That concludes our segment. Of the would you rather of the day? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So let's talk about. Pissed off. Using anger to get what you want. And I really looked at this primarily from the lens of husband and wife relationship or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, because we tend to, in those relationships, we tend to let our anger run away with us and really speak and communicate from a place of anger. Yeah. More you say things you don't mean. More so, exactly, than we do, like, with our boss. Or sure. a coworker, or uh, you know, somebody at the gym, or another parent at your child's school, or something. We tend to really communicate out of anger with our intimate relationships. Now, that could also be your mom, your brothers, your sisters. You know, people who you feel way more comfortable. But then, in doing so, what ends up happening? When you communicate from this pissed off place, you usually don't yield the results that you want. So just even understanding what's happening there, you're experiencing an emotional frequency, right? Like, so yeah. let's use let's use an example of you find out that your spouse did not pay a bill that they said they were going to pay, and you just get a notice that it, now you, you have to pay double or something like that. Right, I'd, I'd it, piss you off for sure. It would piss you off. So usually what happens is you get pissed off right at that moment of discovery, right? Like the mm. moment you open the bill, the <laughs> moment you see they left their shoes out, the moment you what they didn't pick up the kid from school. <clears throat> yeah, it's that. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Because it's not the first time, probably. Probably. Right. It's probably a recurring theme, something like that. So the first step that you really want to heighten is that awareness, the noticing of I am furious at my partner at the moment. We're not necessarily going to tell you don't be mad or don't be pissed. What I'm trying to convey to you is don't communicate from that place. Because in that moment, you're you have a heightened element of emotion. In this case, fury, <laughs> anger, pissed offness. Yeah, yeah. What you want is a remedy, right? What you want is this to first of all have not happened, right? Which we can't change. But you want to be heard. You want your partner to do something differently. If I may, yeah, I think something else that might be good to look at, and you may be getting into this, but is it really about that? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it to, to me? I'm like sometimes I get angry and I realize that it wasn't that somebody left a you know something laying out in the kitchen. It's that I didn't have a good day at work, or I'm carrying somebody else's shit with me that I should have let go of, or you know something like that. Right? Are you gonna get into that? Yes, okay. actually, yeah, that's okay. that's great. It's and that's so true. I mean, it's it's that classic thing of you know when when people are rude to you, it's like it's probably not about you. It's probably about them. Right. It's the same concept here. So I'm definitely gonna talk about that in a second. But so good, good job, Mr. Smith. Okay, good. But I think one of the things that we misunderstand in those moments when you find the building get paid or you find that, you know, some something went awry, you want to be heard, right? We want What we want in that moment is our partner to, to really say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I dropped the ball. Let me fix it. Let me take care of it. Right. Right? And you want to be heard, that it's bothersome to you that this happened. But what are the chances of that if you come at them like a bat out of hell? Like, what is the response? When somebody comes at you and they're like, God damn it, you said you were going to do this, and fucking hey, you always, 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 or you never, 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 and you start throwing all these absolutes and all these, but you're screaming and screaming and screaming. On the receiving end, all you want is for that to stop. So you usually do one of two things. You either appease and you just say whatever they want to hear and try to get out of that situation as quickly as possible or you become combative. Right. And you start throwing back all this other shit that you, well, oh yeah, well you do this. Well, I totally would have done it if you would have done this and blah, blah, blah. And well, it's your fault. And basically no one gets heard and no one gets what they want. Now, something else to say here is a lot of times that anger, yelling, screaming is the last resort. Like we've tried everything else, right? And we're still not being heard. Right. So how do you factor that in? Well, that's okay. That is, that's a very different situation because that means you have come up against this issue over and over and over again. And there's there's a couple of things that I think people really need to look at. So one is how have you communicated this from the very beginning? So for instance, if you say something like, uh, I want, <laughs> I've told you repeatedly I want more romance. What the fuck does that mean? 
You need to qualify it and quantify it. That means on Friday nights, I want us to alternate planning date nights where we have no other electronics, no other couples are involved. You know, we we make a commitment. Hello. (laughs) We make a commitment to having sex. We, you know, like you have to really quantify it. So if you've told your partner over and over again, I really want you to take care of finances. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Does that mean I want you to save? Does that mean I want you to pay these bills on time? Does that mean, like, have you qualified exactly what you're asking for? Okay. The other thing is, have you explained the impact on you when it doesn't happen and what it means to you, what it translates to you as, like, for instance, if you don't pay those bills or if you don't take it seriously, I translate it as you don't care about our our finances or you Mm. don't care enough about what I want or you don't care enough about this relationship. That's what I'm making up. Is that the truth and conversing about it? And the other piece of this is, and this is could be a totally separate podcast in itself. Sure. And this is really just dealing with conflict, repeated conflict in a relationship. But the other piece is really underlining, uh, how big of a deal it is for you. Got it. So as in, if this doesn't get rectified, I don't see us being together in the next five years. Like this is a deal breaker for me. So when you really look back at, have I been crystal clear about what I'm asking for? Got it. Not just more romance, Mm -hmm. take care of the finances, do more housework. What does that mean? Right. Have you been um, kind in your delivery and expressed the impact on you when it doesn't get done and finally have you said what a mammoth deal this is like really stressed the deal breaker level of it those are all on you so a lot of times when people look back and when i confront people about how they've can you know when they come to me and say my husband won't do this my husband won't and i'm like okay well tell me exactly what you have said how you've said it and it's then never almost always right? we can find something back here that's like mm, not too clear here. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Fair. That's fair. So, but great, great question. So, and I also do think that there are times when your anger is warranted. Um, I know that we we experienced a situation. I believe you shared it on the show when you just like unleashed on your brother. Yeah. For sure. And it was in that moment, it really was in service of you. It was something that you needed to expel that energy in that particular way in order to convey something. Sometimes that happens. I do think that that's fewer and far between. Right. We're also dealing with somebody who has a different mental status. Like, (laughs) no, I mean, really. Yeah. There's a different level of communication based off of mental impairment. Yes. Um, So there's definitely some issues at hand. So that, so all of that to say, I'm not saying don't be angry. I'm talking about figuring out what is it that you want in that instance. So if it's in that instance that I've been saying, like somebody didn't pay a bill, like your partner didn't pay a bill or something like that. In that instance, you what is it that you really want? Usually to be heard and you want some sort of change. Is the way that you are communicating going to set that up for success? Most of the time not. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So the second piece is to give yourself time to process. So once you've kind of acknowledged like, I am pissed the fuck off right now, make that commitment 
to take the time to process like and really go through some of this stuff that I'm going to talk about here in a second, like really evaluating have I communicated this? Have I, you know, what is it that I really want? Where, what is my part? You need to take time to cool down. And, and that could mean a ton of different things. A lot of times, if your partner is like right there, you might, if you're furious, you, you have to start using self-control and actually say what's going on for you. And sometimes this is the hardest lesson to mm-hmm. actually say, I am so angry right now. I cannot discuss this. And making the commitment not to get in a fighting match about Instead it. Instead of just giving a silent treatment and not letting them in. Right. On what's happening. Right. Yeah. That's not fair. Just as much as it's not fair to just scream and yell. So say what you... Use your words, dude. Like use your words. Say... I am so, I, and I've done that with you like years ago. I don't know if you remember this. We were in Palm Springs with the dance company. And, oh, yeah. And you did I something. I, I went on a hike and came back late or something. Or something where I was expecting you to pick me up. And mm-hmm. I just felt like it was really disrespectful. And I looked at you and I was like, I am so incredibly angry with you right now. I remember that. I can't be near you or see you for like yeah. a couple hours because I will say shit I don't mean. I need time to process. And it just, we separated and like just kind of went to different rooms and kind of did our own thing. And you have to clear your head or you start saying shit that you can't take back. Yeah, that is so true. You have to. And that that is a piece of personal self-management. I'm furious. Here's what I need. I need space. Don't come at me. Don't talk to me. Um, and then from the other end, you have to respect that. <clears throat> you know, you respect the okay, this person just asked me instead of going, come on, no, you can't do that. Tell me what's going on because you're enticing them to. And it's like, well, (laughs) if if you want me to talk right now, you're going to get an earful of shit you don't want to hear. Right. And I, it's not fair because I need to, I also need to look at my role in the matter. You know, like what I, what I just said um, earlier, like, have I been clear that the level of, importance about this particular issue a lot of times we haven't we've just been like can you take care of this can you call on this can you make sure that johnny gets picked up from school can you da 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 and then we just get pissed when it doesn't happen we don't share the depth of like here's what that means to me here's what it translates as to me so i need that time to go was i clear was there a piece of like something that i need to own you know, mm-hmm. but when you are in the heat of the moment and you are so furious, it is damn near impossible to take ownership. Yeah. It's damn near impossible to go, what could I have done better? You have to let the anger subside. And that can look a ton of different ways. I know for me, it's really helpful for me to do something physical, even if it's like jumping jacks, take a walk, um, something to expel that energy. Masturbate. Masturbate. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. Um, Or punch something. You know, it's there. It's a very real thing. I'm not telling you don't feel it. You need to process it somehow. So whatever is the healthy way for you to decompress before you address it. Got it. The third thing is really what you were talking about, which is evaluate. Really looking at two components. The surface level... I'm pissed about this bill. And then the deeper issue, like what is the real issue? The deeper issue is 
I interpret that act to mean something that you don't care what, you know, um, like another great example, for instance, let's say you've always asked somebody to, I don't know why I always use this. So I've used this for years. You've asked your husband to put his shoes away. And repeatedly, he doesn't put his shoes away. So you've done tons of different things. You've, you've asked, you have taken the shoes and thrown them into the room, hoping that he gets the picture. You've done passive aggressive shit where you've put them back into his car. You, you know, or, let's see how long those will sit there. Right. Which, before something, before he moves them. Because guess who's suffering? You're suffering because you haven't communicated to him what right. a big deal it is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. Right? He's right. like, what? It's fine. It's no big deal. Right? So the surface level is I'm pissed about him leaving the shoes out. The deeper level underneath all that, what it's really about is probably something like respect. Like, I don't feel like you respect what I do for this household. Or I don't think you respect my even my requests for how right. we can keep this house clean. It makes me feel like what I want isn't important. There's a deeper level. It's not really just the shoes. It's what you make it mean, what you translate that act to mean. Yep. So that's really what you were talking about earlier is, and this is something that you do when you take time to cool off. Yes. Like, why does it piss me off so much that he didn't pay the bill? Or why does it pay me piss me off so much that she leaves her shoes off, shoes out? Or that she forgot to pick up the kids? Or he forgot to pick up the kids? Or, or said this thing in front of our friends? Why does that piss me off so much? Is it just the statement? No. It's the deeper level of what you translate that to mean. Mm-hmm. So when you take that time to process, you can start to look at this shit. And then you can communicate way better and say, here's why this bothers me so much. Because I make up that when you do that, you're disrespecting me. And then that gives the other person the opportunity for them to go, oh my God, I'm just a lazy son of a bitch. I didn't ever want you to feel disrespected. Yeah. But yeah. But we don't have those conversations. When we're pissed and throwing words around. Exactly. Or sometimes ever. Yeah. And then it all comes to a head because you've made up over years and years and years that your partner doesn't respect you. And they've made up that you're a fucking nag because you haven't actually communicated about what's really going on. All you have to do, people, is use your words. But you're not taught to do that. Like, we're not taught to do that ever. So... Have some compassion and for yourself that maybe the way you've operated up until now has not been the most effective and make some concerted effort to change it, to decide. So the fourth piece of that is really summation of all of it, choosing a powerful way to address it. It's not enough just to be pissed. You have to really clearly look at what am I asking for? So when you come at your partner and you sit down and you say, um, here's what, here's why you leaving your shoes out really bothers me because I make it mean that you don't respect me, blah, 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 blah. And what I'm asking is that we figure out a system, like could we leave a basket by the front door or do we need a new shoe rack? Like you need to come with a solution. Some, yes. Something of like specifically here's what I'm asking for. That's why when I use that example of I want more romance, what do you want? 
because to them it could be like, okay, I'll bring flowers. Or I'll wash the dishes or... Right. Right. What exactly do you want? If it's not something that's super clear to them, you need to say, you know, if you're saying, I want you to uh, help out more around the house. Here's what I want. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, take the trash out in both the kitchen and the garage area. Or I want a new system for dishwashing. Like I do the dishes and load them and then you unload the dishwasher or whatever. Right. Like we notoriously, our friends tease us because we have what we call <laughs> Smith, Smith Systems. systems. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Smith, Smith Systems. systems. <laughs> a leader in communication. <laughs> Since 1997. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Established 1997. <laughs> so basically anything that causes tumult in our household where we're frustrated around feeling like we're always doing the dishes or you had a situation years ago where when we first got our dogs you I would I would always go like will you take them out will you please take them out and you kind of came to me and said I really feel like I'm always taking care of the animals and and so by having that calm conversation about what was really going on we were able to create a solution around it and so we developed a schedule you know i walk the dogs this time you would you created a system that worked but it was quantifiable it wasn't like so in essence how do we know if there's more romance how do we know if the there's more chores getting done yeah how are we gonna know if there's more help being done with the dogs or whatever so Quantify it. So communicating really from a place of anger rarely yields the results that you desire. So you can feel your anger, but don't communicate with it. Ooh, I like it. That's, and and again, for the most part, sometimes like, um, for instance, in, in, in different situations where you have to really fight for yourself or you need somebody needs to get an earful because they've been kind of abusive or they've been I do think that there are times when communicating with anger does serve you. Yeah. I don't think it's a majority of the time. Yeah, it's it's a card you don't want to pull out all the time. Exactly. Right? It's like cuss words. Mm-hmm. You save them for the impactful moments, right? <laughs> or you use them kind of all the time. <laughs> or you fucking use them all the time. <laughs> or you fucking do it all the time. But no, but that's a great that's a great example. So notice when you're upset and you're pissed, call it out, heighten that awareness, say what you need if your partner's there. Like I cannot talk about this right now. Number two, take that time to process and ask for it if you need to. Uh, give yourself, really give yourself that gift of calming the fuck down, doing something physical if you need to. Third step is evaluate what is the surface level thing that you're upset about and what's the actual deeper meaning. And then fourth, choose a powerful way to address it. You know, and using all of those things that we talked about, like, have you been really, really specific? Have you translated or said how you developed a system? Have you developed a system? Have you expressed the depth and the severity of it? Have you expressed how you translated that act? You know, and you might not impact. even know. That's why that um, that space to evaluate space to evaluate is so important, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's a classic thing that you've shared with me. That 
you sometimes don't realize until you start talking it out and you're like oh okay Mm -hmm. and so we've kind of had to adapt to that in how we communicate yeah but i've always said that all of our problems for the most part could be solved if we just said what we really felt and what we really meant to the right person yeah because in these situations what do we do we call our best friend and we Go off about, about how it. stupid our husband is. Exactly. Or we tell our therapist how frustrated we are. Or we tell our women's group. Or we and tell... sometimes you need that vent. Sure, right? sure. But when you come back to your spouse, you have to be able to use these tools to get to the bottom line. Because you're a team at the end of the day. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So if you want more nuggets like this... Uh, but you want them actually a little bit deeper and in person, then fucking come with us to Mexico where we're going to do a lot more deeper work like this and look at how to actually do that in your day in and day out life. I would absolutely love to meet you and connect with you. So if you're listening to this and you feel compelled, oh my God, you got to do it now because it's filling up triple T retreat.com. And I accept your invitation and I will be there. <laughs> Except for you. You cannot come. Oh my God. Go to hashtag. Thank you. That is not how this works. <laughs> uh, anything you wanted to add about anger? Or any other thoughts? or Other than I'm just really pissed at you right now. Oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. I can tell you are not. <laughs> we have a fun date day scheduled. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Going to do the fair today. Yeah. So, okay. So, Mr. Smith's so cute. A couple of weeks ago, he said, okay, I need you to book out this particular day. And I have a surprise for you. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. What do you say? <laughs> so in my calendar, it's it literally says something up his Smith or something. Something up his sleeve, Smith. Something up his sleeve, Smith day. <laughs> we love to name things and create a lot of play in our relationship. So that's, you know, how I wrote it. And she figured it out today because I said, this is going to be a cheat day. You're going to be, it's going to be an unhealthy eating day. And you were like, oh, is it the fair? It's the fair! Because <laughs> that's notoriously what you do. Because it's fair. like deep fried Oreos. Right. Just, shit. Oh, just God. deep fried, deep fry. And I'm getting ready to go into the whole 30. Oh, man. It's going to be. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that you indulge in once. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like once a summer. Yeah. 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 So you yeah. might have to anyway. roll, me, roll me home, Mr. Smith. Yeah. All right. So thanks, guys, for listening. Don't forget to hit up tripletretreat.com and come hang out with us in uh, Mexico. And, oh, by the way, I have a free gift for you. If you would like to text the word junkie, <laughs> J-U-N-K-I-E, to the number 66866, I will send you a free workbook on how to stand up for yourself without being a Be dick. A dick. Yeah, super, super easy. You just text it, and um, then it's awesome. It's super easy. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, and then you can get your workbook and start handling some of this shit. Beautiful. All right, love you guys to pieces. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.